And good morning, high school football high school football fans. Welcome to the High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie Finoki, the ESPN app, ESPNCoastal.com. PJ Zuko here with you this morning as we are recapping and also kind of looking forward to some of the first round of the high school football playoffs in the GHSA uh, here all around the Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee area. First round underway, not completed just yet with some huge games and uh, plenty of plenty of games from uh, our local teams in local areas still yet to play uh, due to some of these games being played on Friday, some being played on Saturday this year for the GHSA. And uh, it, you have the case of uh, not enough officials, uh, obviously, uh, for the GHSA to, to have all games there on one night. So with that, 6A and 1A are playing today. Obviously, that uh, affects several of our teams in the coverage area. And looking forward to some big matchups later today from those 6A and 1A teams. But that being said, there were plenty of games last night from our coverage area as well and uh, let's go through the roundup looking forward to uh, chatting some of these with some of these coaches later in the de- uh, later in the show and uh, looking forward to previewing uh, a couple of these matchups coming up later in the day uh, here for for Saturday as well but uh, looking at last night up in 7a it was North Cobb over Camden County 44 to 6 with that uh, we'll end the Camden County Wildcat season there uh, away from home with a 44 to six loss there to North Cobb, so tough uh, offense working so well, flowing so well for for Camden County for a large portion of the season, and uh, even in region play, we're able to score some points, just not able to uh, score against that tough North Cobb defense there last night, and uh, North Cobb gets the big victory there. Down in 5A, Ware County gets the win over Banneker, 42 to 28. Got. Somewhat interesting there late. Not not really. Uh, Banneker able to score a couple times and uh, get it within two scores. Ware County really in control for pretty much that whole ball game. Um, it, so it uh, made the score closer at the end of the day. May, made it look closer than it was. Uh, Ware County really in control there pretty much all night against Banneker and, and get the victory by two scores, 48 to 20, or 42 to 28. Uh, Warner Robbins there gets the victory. Uh, as the two seed over Jonesboro, 64 to 20. So their offense uh, certainly showing up in the postseason as well. Coffee on the road, and that's a tough three seed to deal with, but they took on Creekside, and uh, they got quite the football team there. Creekside gets the win, 28 to 18 over Coffee last night. Veterans falls to Woodward Academy, 48 to 14. So in 5A, Veterans and Coffee both fall. Uh, Ware County and Warner Robins moving on to the second round. In 3A, Coastal uh, Georgia teams playing really strong there in 3A, especially, uh, of course, uh, Pierce County and Windsor and uh, Appling County there last night. Uh, Pierce County gets the win over Windsor Forest 42 to nothing. A shutout victory again for Pierce County and that defense, man, just keeps rolling. Not allowing a whole lot of points through the region play. Of course, finishing off uh, the region championship last week with a, a twenty to nothing win over Appling County. Uh, with you know holding Appling County that talented offense scoreless, 
and they, they just keep it rolling there with a 42 to nothing shutout victory over Windsor Forest last night. Appling County, close to doing the same thing, right? Appling County gets the 42 to 8 victory over Johnson there last night, and I just kind of slowly pulled away as the game went on. Uh, but still, Appling County, a strong showing there in round one. Uh, for the three and four seeds here in coastal Georgia, uh, Long County falls to Southeast Bullock. Southeast Bullock kind of ran away with that one, 42 to 16. And I'll tell you that the, the matchup, probably the game of the night, uh, there in the 1 4 matchup with Liberty County and Brantley County. And Brantley County, uh, so close to, to forcing overtime and uh, possibly coming home uh, with a victory. We'll chat with Jeff Cannon about this one uh, later in the show. And uh, certainly can't wait to get his perspective and his thoughts on the team. Uh, third straight uh, Brantley County football team to head to the playoffs. And so close to getting that 4 1 upset there last night as well at Liberty County. 32-28, Liberty County gets the win, and the Panthers uh, allowed a touchdown there as time expired. I believe uh, Coach Cannon said a 98-yard drive with a, a just over a minute 40 left uh, to get into the end zone as time expired. Had to go for two, obviously. Not able to convert the two-point conversion, and Liberty County held off Brantley County there 30-28, to but uh, what, what a ball game that was. As for... The matchup's still to, yet to look forward to here on, on your Saturday. Uh, Tucker at Brunswick High there in Glen County Stadium. So uh, any Pirates fans still in uh, Glen County and, and um, you know, looking for, for you know, to, to support the Pirates there today, be sure to go out there in Glen County Stadium and pack the stands. Um, as uh, Coach Pender said, and, and uh, looking forward to, to hearing from him as well uh, later in the show, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you about that here soon. Uh, but... Uh, Coach Pender uh, won't want the, the stands to look like it's the city championship game. And, uh, I mean, everyone in Coastal Georgia kind of knows what that means. City championship game, uh, nine times out of ten, uh, the, the stands in Glen County Stadium are ac- absolutely packed and standing room only. And uh, that's what you, you'd like to see uh, for a, a Saturday playoff game for the Brunswick High Pirates there in Glen County Stadium. And, uh, you know, anyone that's defending their, their home turf there on Saturday uh, – Sadly, the other three games, though, on the road here for Coastal Georgia area teams uh, that are playing today. Glen Academy at Langston Hughes uh, there this evening up in the Atlanta area. You have McIntosh County Academy at Mitchell County in that 3-2 matchup. And, uh, man, McIntosh County Academy this year has been a tough out. Of course, you have a, a, a really tough region there with, with ECI and Metter. So you fall in those games and really played both those teams very, very well did the Buccaneers, and uh, now you're on the road there at Mitchell County. I understand a solid football team able to uh, get their home playoff game and, and uh, get their, finish second in their region. But McIntosh County Academy, I think, going to be a tough out and looking forward to seeing how that one plays out later today. But also you have Charlton County at Wilcox County later today as well. They're in those single-A matchups uh, due to you know everything uh, going on there with with. The referees, but looking forward again to a packed show for you here today. Uh, looking forward to Brunswick High being able to take on Tucker there in Glen County Stadium. We'll hear from uh, Coach Pender what he had to say going into this ball game. Obviously, coming off a ten and zero regular season, and looking forward uh, to to starting off the playoff run, transitioning that mindset right from going through the regular season and and, and finish finishing off undefeated. And having that memorable season, uh, region championship, of course, 
uh, being undefeated and everything like that. But now you transition, you still got to play championship ball in the in the playoffs, right? You still have that have that target on your back for sure. But at this time, it's it's if you slip up, it's over. It's not if 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 you slip up, uh, you get to look forward to next week and and fix your mistakes. If you slip up, it's over. So uh, now it's transitioning to that mindset of of you know every game matters. That every game is it could be your last game for sure. So uh, looking forward to hearing from Coach Pender about that and how they're preparing for Tucker later today. Also going to hear from Jeff Cannon, head coach of the Brantling County Herons, as uh, they have that tough loss there last night. But but uh, how they've battled. Over the past few weeks, making it into the playoffs, getting that victory over uh, Tattnall County a few weeks ago to be able to punch their ticket to the playoffs, and then obviously putting up quite the fight in that 4-1 matchup against Liberty County and so close to coming away uh, from, from forcing that one into overtime. But obviously, with all the games last night, I want to look forward to uh, looking at these brackets and looking forward to these matchups from uh, next week as well, and just kind of how this all sorts out and what we're looking ahead to uh, with how everything sorted out last night. Of course, in 7A, you have Camden County falling. That sets up uh, North Cobb and Roswell there in the second round. Uh, from Camden County's region, you have Kif- uh, Tift County excuse me, falling to Marietta 28-14. to That's going to set up Marietta and Milton there in the second round. Also, Colquitt County, Team 2 in Region 1, falls to Walton. Walton gets the victory there, 41-17 to over Colquitt County. Uh, the upset win there on the road, and Walton will take on Archer there in the second round. The only team to get the victory out of Region 1 there in 7A was Lowndes as they get the win over Harrison, 45-35. to They'll take on Norcross there coming up next week. So Lowndes, the lone victor in Region 1, they will host Norcross coming up next week. Again, 6A playing today uh 5a with all the wins there from coastal georgia area 5a teams you have ware county uh of course defeating banneker and they will host calhoun what a matchup that is in the second round uh, calhoun uh, with with you know just a solid football program that they have always good and uh, they're the the two seed there out of region seven and calhoun will come to memorial stadium to take on ware county uh there next week and Man, it doesn't get any easier the more you move forward. If if Ware County gets the win, they could be playing uh, Clark Central or Stars Mill. And Stars Mill, uh, quite the football program there as well, and a very talented team this year as they get the win over Union Grove last night, 34-25. to So Ware County taking on uh, Calhoun there next week, though. Uh, Warner Robbins, <laughs> man, you, you get the win over Jonesboro. Congratulations. Now you're on the road at Cartersville. Cartersville, 51 to nothing winners over Lithonia there last night in 5A. So uh, wild there with some, some crazy matchups there in the second round and certainly looking forward to 5A matchups uh, coming up there next week. You have Creekside, who got the win over Coffee. They're going to be traveling to St. Pius, who got the win uh, there last night, 42-9. to So St. Pius hosting Creekside next week there in 5A. Woodward Academy getting the win over Veterans, and they will host Blessed Trinity as the 3-2 matchup there. Uh, uh, upset, excuse me, uh, with Blessed Trinity defeating Southwest DeKalb, and that one not even close. Blessed Trinity wins that one 41-20 over Southwest DeKalb and, and will travel uh, to Woodward Academy. But uh, down there in 3A, obviously you have Pierce County getting the win over Windsor Forest. 
They will now host Dawson County coming up next week. Dawson County with a win over Sandy Creek last night, 36-27. So Pierce County setting up that matchup with Dawson County uh, coming up here next week in the second round of the playoffs. And Appling County getting the win there last night. Uh, things going chalk there on the other side uh, for Appling County as a Cherokee Bluff defeats Greater Atlanta Christian 38-17. to Cherokee Bluff will host Appling County there next week. And, and man, uh, even on the road, Appling County going to be a tough out without a doubt uh, about that. So Southeast Bullet getting the win over Long County. Uh, they will travel to Cedar Grove. Jeez, Cedar Grove defeating White County 79 to nothing last night. Uh, Cedar Grove always a tough out there in the 3A uh, bracket and the 3A classification. So uh, Southeast Bullock uh, has, has their hands full for sure on the road there at Cedar Grove next week. And you look at Liberty County, they just sneaked past Brantley County there last night, have to battle in that one. Well, now they will host Carver out of Atlanta. There is Carver got the win over North Hall, 56-17. Uh, to 17. Of course, single A and 6A playing later today. And uh, can't wait to give you the updates on that one throughout the day uh, as as Brunswick High, Glen Academy, uh, McIntosh County Academy, and Charlton County all in action as the day goes on. But we'll come back, uh, preview one of those matchups with Sean Pender, the head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, and uh, chat with him, hear from him um, with a conversation I was able to have with him earlier this week as they host Tucker later today. And then, of course, we'll check in with Brantley County, Brantley County head coach, excuse me, uh, Jeff Cannon, as they coming off that that tough loss to Liberty County last night, uh, 32-28. But man, they they fought and scratched and clawed all their way to the end uh, with that two point conversion as time what had expired, scoring the touchdown there as time expired and uh, two point conversion falling just short. But can't wait to talk to him about that and how that team is is fought and battled as the season has gone on. Of course, and how uh, just they were they were able to punch their ticket and and be that close there last night. Certainly can't wait for that. But we'll come back and hear from Coach Pender here on the High School Sports Roundup presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. And welcome back. It's High School Sports Roundup presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. PJ Zuko here with you as we look at. Some games from last night. Looking forward to some matchups today as well. From last night, it was North Cobb 44-6 over Camden County. Uh, Ware County getting the win over Banneker 42-28. Warner Robins over Jonesboro 64-20. Coffee falling to Creekside 28-18. And Veterans falling to Woodward Academy 48-14. Pierce County defeats uh, Windsor Forest 42-0. Appling County over Johnson 42-8. Long County falling to Southeast Bullock there last night, 42-16. Uh, and uh, Brantley County uh, falling uh, to Liberty County there last night, 30-28. to In an absolute uh, battle there, a war that came down to the end. Brantley County uh, scoring there with the, the final minute, the uh, uh, final time expiring there on the clock, going for two, not able to get it, not able to force overtime, but uh, coming away. Liberty County coming away with the victory there and advancing into uh, the second round. But joining us here on the High School Sports Roundup is Jeff Cannon, head coach of the Brantley County Herons. And uh, Coach, a tough battle there last night, but uh, great to have you on this morning. How you doing uh, this morning, Coach? A little bittersweet. Uh, thanks for having me on, PJ. Just uh, don't know how to feel. Just really proud of 
how our kids played and um, hate that we weren't able to pull it off. Yeah, Coach, com- completely understandable. And uh, that kind of that's that's what uh, I've been talking about this morning is just uh, this team being able to, to fight and uh, as they have been over the past few weeks and uh, punch their ticket to the playoffs, get that big win over Tattanoe County, I know, a few weeks ago and, and make that possible and then uh, get in uh, there, there last night. Now, as we talked about uh, earlier in the week, uh, have that battle against Liberty County in that 4-1 matchup, but uh, I felt like two teams that, uh, you know, a, had a shot to beat them there last night and able to drive down the field and have that huge drive uh, there with about 130 left, get in the end zone, and, and it all comes down to that two-point conversion, Coach. But uh, what, what, a, what a matchup there that was last night between Liberty County and Brantley County. You know, it was, it was a great night for football. And, um, you know, in the first half, you know, we took the opening kickoff and drove it down to, to about the 20 or so and um, got a – had a short yarded situation and we're in a QB sneak and got it. So we decided we wanted to take a shot and threw a pretty good ball uh, up into the end zone. And uh, they just had a, a young man, a senior, I've forgotten his name, number two, but he scored all of their points and all of their two point conversions. And early on in this game, in our first drive, he, he just jumped and, you know, off the, out of the stadium and, and picked this ball off. And so that, that stopped our, our open and drive. And then we really didn't, do anything offensively for the rest of the half. Now, defensively, we were playing well, playing hard. Um, you know, Liberty scored twice and, and converted two uh, two point conversions. So we went into halftime down sixteen to nothing, and then knowing you know we were going to have to kick off to uh, to start the second half. But you know, we made made some adjustments. Um, knew offensively that we wanted to just to you know to rely to lean a little bit more in the run game. And um, and our our quick screen game and and just needed to execute. We liked our matchups up front, uh, which was crazy because if you're just standing on the field and looking at our guys and looking at their guys, there probably wouldn't be a matchup you would think would be favorable at all. But really proud of how hard our kids played. And then our defense just kept doing what they were doing. That was beating the ball up. And and if it was put in the air, we tried to we tried to intercept it and we got some. And um, you know, just uh, the ball kept hitting the ground or. Uh, you know, and they kept getting called down, but we were going. We were going to keep beating the ball up, doing the best we can, and making stops. And we started. We started to stop them, and then we finally got to move the ball some. And um, you know, uh, you know, Kirkland, uh, our quarterback Kirkland Cannon, was able to um, you know rush for a touchdown and 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 hit our senior Brian Hyatt. We also had an interception in the game uh, uh, late that really helped us. Uh, hit him in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown and. Um, you know, Kendall Wright, our freshman running back, was able to to really get going in the second half and and score. And then that that it just came down to that last drive. It was it was thirty to twenty two. Our defense stopped them again, and they punted down to our six, I think, the five six seven yard line, and and had had about a minute thirty eight left and handful of timeouts, and and away we went. Had to convert a couple fourth downs, throwing the football. Quentin Walker uh, just had an outstanding game for us, another senior. Um, you know, Kirkland was was really able to uh, to manage that that two that two minute drill, and um, it was it, you know five point four seconds left, and you know we're on the plus twenty, and it's fourth and ten. But you know, you know, you just got one one more play, and you know who are you going to go to? You know, we we we're going we're going to try to get the ball in Kellen Middleton's hands, and um, you know he's he's a great player for us, and you got to get your playmakers the football, and we formation them and. Motioned him around, moved him around a little bit, and, and 
Kirkland was there. We had great protection. Kirkland was able to step up in the pocket and, and just throw a great football. And, and Kellen went up and came down with it in the end zone. And it was, uh, as you know, as the buzzer was sounding, it was electric, DJ. And uh, our sideline and our fan base that came, you know, uh, another great you know thing about this football game is it was in Hinesville, which is just not too super far from Nahana, you know. Sure. And we had to go to, you know, Fort Valley two years ago and Augusta last year. So this was, you know, this was a trip that, you know, some of our students could make and just really, you know, our band was lights out and our cheerleaders cheering hard and um, just really excited, you know. And we had converted a, a two-point play earlier uh, out of a kind of a wildcat formation to direct snap to Kellen Middleton. And when we ran that play earlier <clears throat> or out of that formation, we saw uh, that they, you know, they overloaded one side, so we knew the next time we were going for two, we were going to run the same play and just flip it to Kendall Wright you know, for a reverse the other way. And um, and I I don't know, but we, we should we should have just stayed left because it was it would he would have walked in, but we flipped it and there were six guys over there, you know, going you know that so you know uh, you, you can second guess yourself all day long, but. It was the it was the right play call for what they showed us the the previous time we were in that formation. But golly, um, you know it just they they all ran the other way and we got tackled in the backfield and 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 the game was over and it was gut wrenching and uh, really really tough loss. You know you're a four seed playing on the road in the playoffs. You know against a one seed and <clears throat> you know Brantley's matched up with Liberty before and it's you know, never really been close, uh, you know, and, and, to, and to be at their place and be battling so hard. I just couldn't be proud of our kids and our coaches. They had a great night. We just didn't come out on top. Like you said, a, a great a great night and a great night of football in uh, Brantley County, uh, battling hard there till the end, as you mentioned. And that, like you said, uh, second guessing it. At the end of the day, you, may, you know, if, if you go the other way, maybe there's six guys over there too. Who knows? But uh, at the, the end of the day, the Herons are able to battle all throughout the year and, and battle last night, almost come away with that upset victory and, and uh, have the four over the one, uh, come away uh, just short there uh, with that two-point conversion. But like you said, uh, electric atmosphere. Saw, saw the, the touchdown pass there. Uh, the, there as time expired as well, great catch. Um, and and what what a play, what a drive that was for the Herons. But, uh, Coach, I know uh, something you've you've been mentioning. I've I've seen on your Twitter and, and posts all about. And you, you talk about them all the time with with you know as as you should is uh, your seniors and what they've been able to do. And I know you, you shared with me um, there a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, this this team, you know, Brantley County, the first fifty years, only two playoff appearances, and this team, these seniors three playoff appearances over the last four years and obviously a very special group who have made a huge impact on the Herons. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you, you want to leave a school, a program better than you found it. And uh, I think that that's what these seniors have done. Yeah, no. And I, I told them last night when we were done and I was done addressing the team and, uh, you know, I, I separated them and just, you know, just, just to talk to them one more time to look them in the eye while they've got their pads on, and uh, you know, just tell them how just how proud I am of them, how thankful I just told them, which we owe just a huge debt of gratitude. I, I do personally, uh, you know, never being a head coach before and and, and getting the job. This, this is my first group, and um, you know that I've coached for four years, and um, you know, like you said, what a legacy they have uh, when it comes to to you know changing the culture and changing the you know what football means at a school, uh, you know, at, at Brantley County High School. And 
um, you know, I just I just told him that, and you know, told him just you know just how important that is, and that the you know no one can ever take that away from them what they've done. They've done something really special. Um, they've you know I was just I was just thrilled to be a part of it, and um, we've got some really outstanding seniors that we're going to miss them. You know, I told them you know how important it's going to be the next couple weeks as we finish out this semester in the weight room. You know, for them to invest in these young kids and to be encouragers and to be leaders and, and to really finish this thing right. And um, I'm looking forward to honoring them at our banquet and getting to, getting to talk about them more, you know, in front of their mamas and daddies. And, um, but, gosh, you're right, PJ. It's just a special group, and we've been blessed to have them. Yeah, absolutely. Brantley County finishing off the year there. A tough loss to Liberty County, but as you mentioned, those seniors have, have made an impact there on the program, and those young guys are talented as well for the Brantley County Herons, and they'll be back looking forward uh, to seeing what Brantley County does uh, over the offseason and moving forward here into 2022 as well. Jeff Cannon, head coach of the Brantley County Herons, has been our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach, uh, congratulations on a great season, making it to the playoffs uh, once again, and best of luck as uh, you look forward to the offseason, but uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking again uh, in the blink of an eye here in 2022. Yeah, PJ, thank you, and thanks for everything you guys do uh, for high school football in our area. It's outstanding. Go Herons. I appreciate it, Coach. Uh, Jeff Cannon, head coach of the Brantley County Herons, our guest here on High School Sports Roundup, uh, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. So a playoff season once again for the Brantley County Herons. Um, will come up just short there against Liberty County, 32-28 score as time expires, uh, but not able to punch in the two-point conversion. And as he said, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, y- you have uh, those types of situations where, you, you know, you can stack against yourself every single time. And, uh, but at the same time, who knows uh, what, the, what the other outcome would have been, uh, what would have been if the play would have gone in, in the other direction. You know, at the end of the day, Brantley County uh, falls there to Liberty County 32-28 uh, there in the 3A first round GHSA uh, playoffs here. And the rest of the scoreboard here for you before we – let you go here on the high school sports roundup. North Cobb uh, over Camden County, forty-four to six. It was Ware County in five A, uh, getting the win over Banneker, forty-two to twenty-eight. The Gators moving on. Uh, Warner Robins defeating Jonesboro, lighting up the scoreboard as Warner Robins does, uh, sixty-four to twenty. There, Coffee falling to Creekside, twenty-eight to eighteen. Veterans uh, falling to Woodward Academy, forty-eight to fourteen. It was Pierce County over Windsor Forest, uh, forty-two to nothing, and uh, Appling County getting the victory there over Johnson, forty-two to eight. For those teams, Appling County traveling to Cherokee Bluff there next week. Pierce County going to be hosting uh, Dawson County. As for Ware County up there in five A, uh, they will be hosting Calhoun next week. Cartersville will be traveling, or excuse me. Um, Cartersville will be hosting Warner Robins uh, there next week after Warner Robins' victory. But uh, back down to 3A, Long County falls to Southeast Bullock 42-16, and Brantley County falling to Liberty County 32-28. Again, that is not it for the first round of the GHSA playoffs. I have to look forward to games later today as well. Four teams from our coverage area still have yet to play here in the high school football playoffs. Brunswick High hosting Tucker in Glen County Stadium. You have Glen Academy traveling to Langston Hughes later today for that 6A matchup. McIntosh County Academy at Mitchell County. 
here later today as well. And Charlton County facing off against Wilcox County uh, there at Wilcox County. Those two teams, I mean, you have Metter and ECI in McIntosh County Academy's uh, region, and that's a tough three seed. Charlton County is a four seed. You got to take on um, Clinch County, Irwin County every single year um, with with that region too. Charlton County is a, a good four seed uh, to play in, and looking forward to seeing uh, how they do later today at Wilcox County. But uh, certainly some, some great matchups for next week as well to look forward to, and we'll be back here with you next week as well here on the High School Sports Roundup as we, again, same thing with the high school first look. We will go as far as these teams go here in the playoffs and have some teams that are looking for a deep playoff push with the potential that they have and with the seasons and the teams that they have. So looking forward to hopefully sticking around with you for the next three or four weeks or uh, hopefully into early December in those state championship games here on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Stay safe uh, wherever you go. Once again, God bless. And good morning, high school football fans. Welcome to the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton and the ESPN app, ESPNCoastal.com. It's all fueled by Market here on the Roundup. PJ Zuko here with you as we take a look at last night's high school football playoff games in the GHSA and Skiza and the South Carolina Public Schools as well. Uh, here on the High School Sports Roundup. Of course, look forward to some matchups later today as well. As uh, Not all the classifications able to get into action last night. The GHSA not having enough uh, referees there. Of course, uh, they have only a certain amount of referees that make it to the playoffs as well with their own grading system and everything like that. Not able to have enough uh, referees this year to field all of them and then have every single game be played last night. So looking forward to the 6A classification games and the 1A classification games uh, being played later today. And, of course, uh, that affecting a a number of schools in our coverage area that uh, will be in action later today here in the high school football playoffs. But still had a number of teams there last night. Uh, underway and and starting their playoff runs and uh, a few teams uh, not able to get the victory there last night but at the same time several teams and some teams from the Savannah Hilton Head area able to move on and get some big wins there last night as well so let's take a look at all of them here from around the area with all these uh, big matchups and big wins and uh, of course all these huge games in the high school football playoffs starting all the way down the coast there in 7A, you have Camden County. They fall to North Cobb there last night, 44-6. It was Ware County defeating Banneker, 42-28. Uh, Warner Robins got the win there in 5A, also over Jonesboro, 64-20. In that same region uh, with Ware County, you had Coffee falling to Creekside, 28-18, and Veterans falling to Woodward Academy, 48-14. In 4A, here in the Savannah Hilton Head area, you had Benedictine uh, getting a huge win over Thomas County Central. You heard that one right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head for ESPN's high school football coverage of Benedictine Cadets football presented by Savannah Toyota. And the Cadets rolled up, got the victory over Thomas County Central 
to nothing, just having an explosive night there offensively. Of course, uh, defensively, over to Hayden, able to hold um, uh, Thomas County Central down all night and uh, hold them scoreless there as well, which uh, you're always proud of, certainly, as a defense. Uh, Justin Thomas with another huge night uh, for the Benedictine Cadets with some rushing touchdowns, uh, of course, uh, there on the ground. And uh, that's something that, that uh, pretty much everyone around the area very much used to, Justin Thomas having a huge night uh, there for the Cadets. Also in 4A, though, is a tough night uh, around uh, Savannah Hilton Head and uh, Jenkins in the Pooler Stadium there with a home game against Daughtery, and they fall in that one 44-17. Uh, just a, a tough night uh, as Daughtery was able to get out, uh, get have a, a huge uh, first half there and, and score uh, 34 there in the first half, and uh, Jenkins just not able to claw their way back into it. Uh, either way, solid season uh, for the Jenkins Warriors uh, coming to an end there against Daughtery. New Hampstead battled and fought uh, all they could there against Cairo and the, and the Syrup Makers. They fall short, though, 33-31 there last night and, and just a back-and-forth ball game all night. New Hampstead was was right there uh, throughout the whole evening and, and knew. I mean, that's, that's a tough three-seed with all the firepower New Hampstead has there on offense, a solid defense, of course, there for the Phoenix as well all year. Uh, but still just uh, come up just short there against Cairo uh, with the 33-31 loss for the Phoenix. Bainbridge getting the win over Islands. A tough one last night for the Island Sharks as uh, Bainbridge wins that one 42-0. Of course, uh, Bainbridge, uh, a a, uh, solid football program, solid football team this year, and uh, Islands uh, not able to get anything going offensively there and certainly uh, affected their night. So the Island Sharks season comes to an end there last night as well. So uh, out of the 4A classification, Benedictine get the big win and and move forward and advance here. We'll take a look at schedules and and seating and everything like that for next week in in just a few minutes. Uh, So certainly uh, sit tight for that. But in the 3A classification, a tough night as well uh, for the Savannah Hilton Head area as uh, Liberty County, they do get the win over Brantley County. Hard-fought ball game, though. Liberty County wins that one 32-28. Brantley County uh, drove down over 90-plus yards there in the final minute of the ball game, scored as time expired. But Liberty County holds strong there defensively uh, with turning the Herons away there with the two-point conversion and Liberty County winning that one 32-28. Southeast Bullock got the victory over Long County 42-16 there at home. Uh, but as for the road teams, uh, Windsor Forest not able to get it done. Pierce County gets the win there. Defending state champions of 56-19. to And Appling County gets the win over Johnson, 42-8 to there last night. So uh, tough ones there for Johnson and Windsor Forest. Uh, Johnson not able to get out there offensively and, and get anything going there against that uh, strong Appling County defense. And uh, obviously uh, Pierce County holding the Windsor Forest down uh, there throughout the night as well as two very strong teams there and some, some tough matchups there uh, with the one-two seeds with Pierce County and Appling County, just with, with how strong they've been. Uh, but Johnson, Windsor Forest, solid seasons uh, come to an end there against Pierce County and Appling County. Uh, also there last night in the two-way classification, you have Swainsboro over Laney, 48 to nothing, and Jeff Davis uh, defeating Jefferson County, 42 Forty to nothing. Uh, West Side Augusta got the victory over Vidalia, twenty-three to twenty-one. 
there as well. In South Carolina, you have uh, Whale Branch getting the win over Lakeview, 27-12, and Buford defeating North Augusta, 42-10. Also there in Skeesa, you have Thomas Hayward over Thomas Sumter, 49-6. Hilton Head Christian Academy keeps on winning. They defeat PD Academy, 52-23 there last night for Hilton Head Christian Buford Academy falls to Williamsburg Academy 28-7. to So some big matchups there last night, obviously. And again, with the 6A and single-A classifications not playing there last night, has some huge games to look forward to later today. And, and the Savannah-Hilton Head area and really all down the coast has been affected uh, in a pretty big way. A lot of these teams around our coverage area not playing last night and, and taking on um, their opponents here on Saturday. So starting uh, at the top classifications there in 6A, you have Tucker at Brunswick High, Glen Academy at Langston Hughes uh, there later today. You also have um, Lovejoy taking on Richmond Hill at 1 o'clock there at Richmond Hill and Effingham at Westlake at 4 o'clock. So Lovejoy at Richmond Hill at 1, Effingham at Westlake there at 4. And down in the single-A classification uh, for our area, let's start with single-A private. You have Stratford Academy at Savannah Country Day. That one going to be at 6. Uh, Savannah Christian at Tattnall Academy at 7 o'clock. And Mount DeSales at Calvary Day there at 1 p.m. Uh, for the Cavaliers uh, trying to transition, right? You have that transition from having a fantastic regular season uh, undefeated all throughout the year, uh, special season winning the region championship. And now everyone's zero and zero. You transition from that celebration to getting back to it. And, and now if you slip up, that's it. It's it's done. It's over, right? So got to make that transition, and we'll see. Uh, Calvary Day starts uh, their, their march, and uh, we'll see how, how they uh, get fare in the playoffs here with Mount DeSales coming up later today there at 1 o'clock. In single A, uh, public, you have McIntosh County Academy at Mitchell County, uh, Screven County at Pelham. You also have Seminole County at Metter later today and Charlton County at Wilcox County there and single-A public uh, for your games later today. So certainly uh, looking forward to those matchups without a doubt. Also uh, want to thank, uh, obviously, uh, you know the media outlets all around the area doing great jobs and uh, pr- certainly appreciate uh, WJCL for all they do and uh, having those those times listed on that schedule. So looking forward uh, to seeing those matchups later today. And uh, if uh, you, 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 want, you need to go out and support these high school football teams for sure, pack the stands as they're taking on uh, some, some big opponents and some good high school football games. They're in the playoffs in the first round, some, some really solid matchups in the first round, uh, if you ask me. So go out, fill those bleachers, fill those stands, and support these high school football teams on a Saturday afternoon, uh, as uh, certainly looking forward to a lot of these huge matchups. But uh, looking into those wins from last night, of course you have uh, Benedictine getting the victory there over Thomas County Central. Uh, With that win, they will host Luella there coming up next week. Luella getting the 2013-22-13 victory over Heritage last night, uh, and the two-seed will travel to Memorial Stadium to take on the Benedictine Cadets there coming up next week. So uh, certainly looking forward to that. For Liberty County, they will be hosting Carver out of Atlanta. 
there coming up next week. And Southeast Bullock will be traveling to Cedar Grove there in the 3A classification. So, man, that that's a tough matchup for sure. Cedar Grove, we know how strong they are just from, from past games and uh, that a very strong program. Not only that, they get the win there last night over White County, 79 to nothing. So Cedar Grove rolling once again, and uh, they'll look forward to a big matchup with Southeast Bullock coming up next week. But as for uh, the wins for the Coastal Georgia teams that were able to beat Windsor Forest and um, Johnson, you have Appling County traveling to Cherokee Bluff next week and Pierce County advancing and hosting Dawson County next week out of 3A as well. For 5A in the wins there, uh, Ware County advancing, and they will host Calhoun next week. What a matchup that's going to be in the second round. Ware County, Calhoun, and the winner of that one gets the winner of Clark Central and Stars Mill. So that that bracket down in the uh, lower right quadrant in 5A, not for the fan of heart by any means, that a tough matchup, and uh, we'll certainly be entertained from, from that one for Ware County and Calhoun. That, again, doesn't get much easier for Warner Robins, right? They defeat Jonesboro last night. Now they take on Cartersville and travel to Cartersville as uh, Cartersville was able to get the win there over Lithonia, 51 to nothing. So Warner Robins, Cartersville there next week. That could be an absolute score fest with uh, 64 points out of Warner Robins in the first round and 51 points out of Cartersville there in the first round for sure. So looking forward to next week uh, for those teams and those big games. But again, packed schedule for you. As the day goes on today, as again in single A private, you have Stratford Academy at Savannah Country Day at six, Savannah Christian at Tattnall Square there at seven, Mount DeSales at Calvary Day at one o'clock, and uh, then also you have a Seminole County at Metter McIntosh County Academy at Mitchell County, uh, Charlton County at Wilcox County, and in six A you have Tucker at Brunswick High, Glen Academy at Langston Hughes, Effingham at Westlake there at four o'clock, and also. Lovejoy at Richmond Hill. That one at 1 o'clock. And again, uh, get out, support those Richmond Hill Wildcats if they've had a, a solid season there, especially in region play. Got that two seed uh, with how things shook out uh, there with Effingham and Statesboro and Glen Academy over the past couple weeks. And Richmond Hill, interestingly enough, on, on the bye week there last night as everything got sorted out. Of course, Effingham fell to Brunswick. That made it so the Wildcats got the two seed, moved up, got the two seed, and have this home game later today against Lovejoy and was able to chat with Matt Lazat earlier in the week, talk with him about that bye week, uh, kind of scoreboard watching throughout the week and, and figuring out what was going to happen, and then, of course, preparing for Lovejoy throughout the week and playing on Saturday as well. But had a chance to catch up with him about that. We'll hear that when we come back here on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio uh, Savannah Hilton had the ESPN app and ESPNCoastal.com. Stay tuned. And welcome back. It's High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio. Savannah Hilton had the ESPN app and ESPNCoastal.com. PJ Zuko here with you as we take a look at all the big games from last night in the GHSA playoffs. And, of course, look forward to some big games later today as well. In 3A last night, it was Appling over Johnson 42-8. to Pierce County over Windsor Forest, 56-19, and Liberty County getting the win over Brantley, 30-28. In 4A, Thomas County Central fell to Benedictine, 59-0. Bainbridge defeats Islands, 42-0, and Daughtery over Jenkins there, 44-17. Cairo getting the victory 
uh, over New Hampstead, 33-31 to last night in a battle there uh, in Cairo. And uh, joining us now, the head coach of the New Hampstead Phoenix here with us, uh, Kyle Hawkman, joins us here on the High School Sports Roundup uh, following a, a tough one there in the first round in Cairo, 33-31. But, Coach, uh, great to hear from you this morning. How are you doing this morning? A little tired, a little voice, a little scratchy, a lot of yelling last night. But, uh, uh, you know, sun came up and we're, um, we're all right. Yeah, Coach, uh, certainly understandable there, as, as you mentioned, the, the trip uh, there as well. And, uh, Coach, obviously a, a tough one there last night. You, you fall 33-31 and an absolute uh, battle. I know kind of back and forth all night. Uh, Leeds exchanging Cairo, able to get up by a couple possessions, but uh, New Hampstead, uh, you guys able to battle right back to it uh, there right until the end. Yeah, you know, um, I'm really proud of our guys for how how hard they competed and um, in a really, really good environment. Uh, you know, small town, southern football, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people there and, uh, you know, their, their hundredth year of football. And, you know, we're on number nine, I guess it is. So um, it, it was a it was a great experience for our guys, um, and they're a good football team. I got some some guys that'll will hit you, and uh, and your quarterback he was banged up, and he, he gutted it out. But um, you know, um, but just back and forth all night. You know, uh, I think we, we we did a good job offensively of really keeping them off balance because their defense is really good. They hadn't given up. Um, you know, more than 24-1 game, I think, and um, one of the top defenses in the state. And, um, so, um, but, but our offense did a really good job of just mixing things up and and a couple big plays. And, and we, we we also left a couple on, on the table, dropped a couple balls uh, that could have changed some things. But, um, you know, and then defensively we were struggling a little bit early, um, and they – they got a really good running back. He's breaking a lot of tackles and getting out in space. And we um, made some really good adjustments at halftime and um, and started moving around a little bit and bringing more pressure and uh, got ourselves back in the game um, after we were down two scores. But, uh, you know, again, I, I'm really proud of our guys. They just kept fighting, kept battling. And, um, you know, I think uh, kind of learned a lot about themselves going up against uh, – you know, again, one of the one of the better defenses and one of the better <clears throat> physical teams in the state. Yeah, coach, absolutely. Like you said, one of the more physical teams, that have better defenses in the state as well, and offensively able to put together a really solid performance there and, and score thirty one there uh, against Cairo. And uh, at the end of the day, not not able to be enough, but but still, uh, really strong showing on the road too. Like you said, really good environment. And uh, just just kind of battled through it all night. And uh, coach, talk about uh, these seniors. I know a lot of them there on the team and uh, playing their last game there for the Phoenix. Uh, definitely have some talent to look forward to in 2022 as well. But um, these seniors that have obviously been a part of a lot there uh, for New Hampstead and have been a big part of the program and uh, put on uh, quite the show there last night in their last performance. Yeah, we we talked a lot about that last night after the game and uh, the. They really, you know, uh, set a legacy of kind of of how we're going to do things at New Hampstead and, and um, the the effort that they've put in and the the amount of time and and uh, you know just, just you know we we kind of went through the whole the whole few years that 
that I've been here and, and, and how much they've worked and the, the, uh, you know, just, just, just the attitude that they have. And, uh, you know, you got guys, you know, Jamel Coast's been a big part of a lot of what we're doing and, and, uh, Rodney Wade and, and, uh, Cameron Bing, offensive lineman and, and um, Julius Linton, offensive lineman, you know, those, those guys, uh, Tyler Cooper, defensive back and several other guys. I mean, just, you know, I think 20, 21 guys that, that just really have been there the whole time and, and really, really uh, sacrificed and, and, and played their hearts out. They really, um, you know, several of them, we had a couple guys go down and, 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 and you know, Julius uh, Linton played both ways most of the night, and he's got a bad <laughs> hip flexor, and he's he's limping and just, uh, come on out, let's just rest you. No, I'm good, coach. I'm good. You know, and <laughs> went back in there and just battling and um, just really proud of them, how they, uh, how they went about their business. And, uh, and again, I, I told them they're going to be, uh, you know, <clears throat> on, on the wall somewhere somehow and, and put up there as a, a championship group, regardless of the, you know, you know the, the actual, uh, you know, awards, but but they just they they kind of taught a lot of young guys how to do it, and um, and I think it, it's going to propel our program forward. Their their class propel our program to get to where we want to go, and and we're not there yet, but we, you know, they they the way they they went about their business has really um, you know, showed the younger guys you know what to do and how to do it. Yeah, absolutely, Coach, and the, them obviously being a huge part of that. And uh, New Hampshire, I mean, not not far removed from New Hampshire starting the football program as well, and th- those seniors doing a lot uh, to carry on uh, the legacy and carry on um, the, the program, build it to kind of kind of where it's at for sure. So uh, certainly looking forward to seeing what they do next as well. But uh, Coach, uh, looking forward to it. I know twenty two uh, to twenty twenty two going to be right around the corner. Gonna, blink of an eye, going to be there already, and. I know some young talent. I know a ton of those seniors uh, playing so well, but uh, a lot of young talent on this team as well to look forward to in future years and uh, throughout uh, develop through the off season. Yeah, no question. You know, Paulie Sealy, quarterback, he had a real good night last night, and uh, uh, running back Samari Dowdy and uh, receivers Zion Griffin all played really well last night. Uh, and then we had a couple of young sophomores playing offensive line, and, and they did a great job. Zach Pearson and Alex Coles. And then you know, defensively, um, <clears throat> we have uh, several several young guys that, that, that played played a lot um, and, and started and moved all over. Isaiah Scott, defensive lineman, and uh, um, several other. Several other guys, uh, Jordan Sonnabend, and uh, a lot of young guys that are playing, and you know, not necessarily starting or what have you, but really uh, contributing and growing and getting in that again in a great environment last night and kind of see, okay, this is this is what you know, this is where we want to be, and this is what we want to we want to uh, play in these big games, and, and um, we want to host them, though, you know, <laughs> we want them to be at our place, right, so. right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep battling. We'll have a great off season. They'll work their tail off, and uh, you know we'll get we'll get started pretty quick on an off season program. And, and uh, uh, this day and age, everything's year round, and you you know we're lifting and, and running and, and speed work and all that stuff right away. So we'll give them a couple couple of days off and get back at it. So um, uh, you know we definitely are. 
excited. You got a really good young freshman class. Uh, I'm excited about that um, and how they develop. And uh, so it's it's uh, it's an ongoing everyday process. And um, you know, we just we just uh, keep keep going every day and work and and uh, be ready to roll. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, like we said, right around the corner for sure. And uh, every every day, like you said, with, with sports and everything, a kind of a full year. Uh, process here, a full full year type thing. So, uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, developments are able to happen and uh, what what happens in the off season here for the New Hampstead Phoenix. Looking forward to a big 2022, no doubt, but a, a huge uh, 2021 for the Phoenix as well. Uh, comes to an end there uh, against Cairo last night, 31 uh, to 33. But but a solid season without a doubt for the Phoenix, no matter what. Kyle Hockman, head coach of the New Hampstead Phoenix, has been our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach, great to have you on. Once again, appreciate uh, battling through it there. I, I know with the voice and whatnot and with the, the bus trip as well, but appreciate it, Coach, and we'll certainly be talking again soon. Uh, uh, next season will be here before we know it. PJ, really appreciate you guys. do a great job covering, covering this, this area and uh, just uh, really help promote the sport and, uh, and, and this area. Just th- thank you. Uh, Coach, I appreciate that so much. I uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll certainly be talking again soon. All right, thank you, Coach. Uh, Kyle Hockman, head coach of the New Hampstead Phoenix, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. And again, yeah, blink of an eye, 2022 will be here before we know it. But from last night, once again, uh, um, New Hampstead Phoenix and Kyle Hockman there fall uh, to Cairo, 33-31. Jenkins falling to Daughtery, 44-17. Bainbridge over Islands, 42 to nothing, And Benedictine defeating Thomas County Central, um, 59 to nothing last night there as well. In South Carolina, you had Well Branch over Lakeview, 27-12. Buford defeating North Augusta, 42-10. Thomas Hayward over Thomas Sumter, 49-6. And Hilton Ed Christian Academy uh, staying alive there with a huge win over PD Academy, 52-23. Several games this evening and uh, throughout the day as well. In 6A, you have Brunswick High hosting Tucker Glen Academy at Langston Hughes. McIntosh County Academy will be at uh, Mitchell County there in single A public as well. But uh, going back, uh, I was reading from from page that going back up to uh, 6A, here you have Lovejoy at Richmond Hill at 1 o'clock, kickoff at 1 o'clock there. So uh, just over two hours away from kickoff there. And Effingham at Westlake there in 6A, that kickoff at 4 p.m. Now in single A public, again, you have McIntosh County Academy at Mitchell County, Seminole County at Metter. Single A private here in the Savannah Hilton Ed area, you have Stratford Academy at Savannah Country Day at 6 o'clock, Savannah Christian at Tattnall Square Academy, uh, that one at 7. And again, kickoff in just over two hours for Calvary Day hosting at Mount DeSales. There's a specialty uh, sports complex there on the campus of Calvary Day, undefeated throughout the regular season. We're going to keep that streak alive, obviously, throughout the playoffs for the Calvary Day Cavaliers starting today with Mount DeSales at 1 o'clock. But I'm P.J. Zuko. This has been the High School Sports Roundup, fueled by N-Market all across uh, ESPN. Savannah Hilton had the ESPN app and ESPNCoastal.com. Want to mention as well, High School First Look, and the high school sports roundup going as far as these teams do 
in the playoffs. So, hey, as long as uh, these teams are still alive and keep on winning throughout the postseason, we'll still be having shows and having some coaches on to talk about them, uh, not only previewing, but also uh, wrapping up the games there on Saturday uh, as moving forward should have all these games on Friday moving forward. But I'm PJ Zuko, hoping you have a fantastic rest of your day. Go out and support these high school football teams. Stay safe. God bless.